Hello, everybody. Good morning. Good afternoon. If you're just waking up and tuning in, I'm here with my lovely guest that I have who really just came in guns blazing, wine and cheese. We're having just a really lovely selfish Sunday together. We just got done doing a face mask. Um, But today on the podcast, we have Blair, one of my dear friends from college graduated the same year we were in the same sorority similar to Nicolette these are all the friends I have (laughs) but today we're going to be talking about career changes now when we were in school myself and Blair's majors were very very similar but we ended up taking taking different paths so I'm gonna let Blair start and kind of talk about um what she's doing now and what was your major during school so where are you at now and where were you at back then hey guys (laughs) it's Blair Um, Yeah, so right now, um, my position is um, event coordinator for Forbes on 5th at Forbes Media. Um, Basically, what that all means is that I plan the events that happen at the Forbes' event space in the city. Um, Forbes, as many of you probably know, is a media brand um, that includes uh, website, magazine, video, TV, all of that rolled into together and also including um, live events. So that's what I work on, um, the events that Forbes puts on. And specifically for me right now, the events at the Forbes on 5th location. So what was your major while you were in school? Um, family and Child Studies with a concentration in Family Services. So <laughs> it's definitely a big change from where Blairy was at before. But I think like that's the whole thing with like when you're 18 to 21 trying to make a decision that like like this is what you're going to do for the rest of your life. Yeah, no, exactly. And just like even to back up, you know, when I was in high school and, you know, even trying to figure out where to go to college, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Then getting into a college, I went with the liberal arts um, to try to kind of see, you know, what I might be interested in. Um, but even with that, I went to um, Drew University for a while um, and took sociology classes. That was my first major ever was sociology. Which is similar to the family and child studies exactly, too. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but then with that, um, I decided to kind of go more in the education route, um, you know, because I started taking some classes in education. I was pretty interested in it. And, you know, I always babysat growing up. Um, I had younger um, cousins in the family, you know, that kind of a thing. So I was always, you know, good with kids. So I figured, why not? Um, so what I did or what Drew did at the time was you would go to the College of St. Elizabeth's, which was across the street. Oh, okay. um, so I would drive over there for classes and then still take sociology classes over at Drew. But it was expensive and it didn't really make sense to me that I was driving to another school. So that's mm-hmm. kind of why I decided to um, apply to Montclair. Yeah. It's specifically for the teaching program. Oh, that's where we went, by the way, to Uh-oh. Montclair. <laughs> was I not supposed to uh, no, say that? I forgot to say it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but we both went to Montclair State University and gradu- graduated in 2015. So. That is correct. <laughs> so, yeah, for, so I ended up going there for that program. Um, once I got, though, to Montclair, I didn't really research the program all too much, and I realized that, um, you know, not all my credits transferred over. It was a little different. Um, you know, I would have to take a lot more classes and not graduate on time in order to get 
um, the certificate, just some different things I didn't realize. So I ended up changing my major when I got there to um, from doing schools and like school mm-hmm. settings, kids, yeah. what that one was, to um, family services. Yeah, and it was kind of the same for me. Like when like I was a dance major yeah. at the beginning, and then I ended up changing to child advocacy and policy, and really because I wanted to graduate on time. Well, yeah, exactly. And that was, like, the only major I could finish, but also, like, with what I was really interested in. So, like, otherwise I think I would have done uh, family and child studies. But was that, like, what you wanted to do growing up since you did have, like, a bunch of little cousins and, you know? At the time it was, that's, like, when I really think about it and I, like, try to think back of what I really wanted to do, it goes back to me just not really knowing and to me definitely feeling like in high school being pressured to kind of figure it out um, or at least narrow it down to Mm -hmm. some stuff that you're interested in so that you can, you know, pick your major right away because that was the great thing to do or you had to do it by this certain point. And, you know, it was just always so much pressure. And I, so I feel like I chose it because I was, I was comfortable with it, but maybe not necessarily that it was what I wanted to do. Yeah, it's like what you're familiar with, which exactly. I feel like a lot of people neglect to understand that when you get out of college you're actually going to learn so much more than like Mm -hmm. what your degree has to offer Mm -hmm. and that could open up other doors for you which I know like when Nicolette was on we kind of touched upon Mm -hmm. because she did the same thing like completely changing what she was doing and you know I know when you got out of college you were you were still working in the field like Mm -hmm. you were working for Make-A-Wish and Mm -hmm. doing nonprofit. um but what made you completely say like okay I'm doing something totally different. Like, let's just take the leap and New. go for it. Yeah. Um, well, so, yeah, Make-A-Wish, I interned at my last semester at Montclair. Um, and then from there, I was, um, you know, gracious, graciously hired mm-hmm. um, for a full-time position, um, which was great. And again, I had, you know, I was comfortable there. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my managers that I knew. Um, I had made, you know, some friends. It was a very small, small... And you know the um, position already. Exactly. Yeah. So um, it seemed like a great idea to keep going, which I did. Um, As many know, including Sam, it's, you know, very difficult (laughs) to work in um, a field that has to do with children and, um, you know, elements basically working against them and you're supposed to be there to be helpful and at 23 years old kind of being thrown into life and death situations it was a lot and I think that for me it was something that I loved like I felt like I was doing a great thing I was a wish coordinator so I was planning the wishes for the children um you know I learned so so much from that position specifically like again those were life and death situations so like when I messed up or if I were to mess up it's like you're, yeah, that's a lot of pressure to be like, oh, you're going to mess up this kid's last dying wish. Right. Like that's, so, especially like you said, when you're 23, mm-hmm. it's, this is my first job. I'm still learning things about like myself and how mm-hmm. to like function and doing a lot of growing up and then to be exposed to all of that and be like, oh, it's all on you. Like, best of luck. Here you go. That's 
a lot to handle. And for like sure. Sam had said, we graduated in the same year, but a lot of our friends, you know, graduated mm. a little bit later than us. Yeah. So it was, you know, hard being one of the first ones to be in the workforce as well. For sure. And, you know, having a little bit of FOMO of everyone still being able to day drink and, you know Go what out. I mean? Like, yeah. not have to worry about work hours. Or not be just too tired to do anything exactly. yeah so exactly. and then so that that was difficult um to deal with as well but yeah so i mean again it was a great experience it ended up um just really not doing my mind and my body well the pressure i put on myself the stress management change just a lot of different factors that weren't working out anymore mm-hmm. I took the i took the leap in leaving make-a-wish um, and actually, when I did, I didn't have a position at the time. Yeah. I, I left needing to leave um, at that time. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I applied and I looked for jobs in that in that industry, in mm-hmm. that field with kids. Um, I was just saying to you, one of, you know, the final um, places I was, you know, interviewing rounds with was NJ Pack. Yeah. Which is also a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. So you were still looking to stay in that field originally. Correct. Yeah. And then um, what caught my eye one day scrolling through, like, Indeed, was a Forbes role. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was said Forbes Media. Um, it was executive um, coordinator for Forbes Women. I didn't know what that was or what it meant. Yeah. But <laughs> it said Forbes. And I was like, why not? So, um, yeah, I ended up really just applying because it sounded interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, you know, when I talked to my dad about it, he was like, you know, I really think you should go for the NJ Pack one. It's in your field. It's yeah. what you know. And I'm like, I just knew in my gut I wanted to do what was exciting to me. Mm-hmm. So I went for the Forbes one um, and ended up getting the position. Um, so I worked with um, Moira Forbes and Erica Burho on the Forbes Women team for two years, um, and that definitely helped prepare me um, to become an event planner yeah. afterwards. Which I think it's like, no, it's not totally outside of the field of like what you were doing mm-hmm. because you were still doing the event coordinating, mm-hmm. but it's completely changing like the circle you were working in. So instead of being like, okay, I have to work with children, yep. I think it's recognizing like okay, I gained these skills from that job and now I can, like, take them into other things. Because you hear about all the time people who have degrees in, like, history, but then they're, like, I don't know, doing something completely unrelated. And I don't know. I feel like we get a lot of pressure put on us and, like, judgment to, like, stick with it. And that's what I think. And to be honest, that's what I thought. In high school, I thought I had to know. In college, I thought I had to know. And that's the thing is even after college, I tried something else and I realized I like something else more. Mm -hmm. And that hasn't stopped me from getting a job, you know, as long as you, like you said, like keep those skills, if they're good skills that you're learning from other positions, other majors, um, because they can cross over. But Mm -hmm. I think it's so, so, so important to just make sure you're interested in what you're going to be doing. And if that changes, even, you know, for me in a couple of years, then it changes. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's just like kind of recognizing, all right, this is where life is taking me Mm -hmm. right now. And I'm just going to go with it, especially like, okay, so you had a gut feeling you were like, Mm -hmm. this is what I have to do. So were you scared to make that initial jump? Or were you just like, I'm just going to go for it and see what happens? I was terrified. I was terrified. I was terrified, first of all, leaving a job without having a job. Um, for, for sure. Um, but I just, again, like Sam said, it was a gut feeling. And, you know, people, some people say those are your guardian angels. And I kind of really believe that. 
Um, I just knew it wasn't for me anymore where I was and I at the time I needed to get out. You know, I was scared. Business is something I've never studied before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my so first yeah. sales meeting with Forbes was like two months after I started and I didn't understand one thing people said like what's an ROI what's an SOW like all these like sales terms like I know right (laughs) all these things like brand voice is something that it was just crazy lingo I was just like how am I gonna do this but you know if again if it's something interesting like this was interesting to me learning about this was interesting I had really great teachers who wanted to teach me as well and I think that's super important um and again I just you know I connected to a lot a lot of people in my company so that I was able to move on you know to something else I was interested in when the time came exactly and I feel like it's recognizing too that yes of course you're going to be a bit intimidated when you first go into a new position where like you said you don't know anything but I think it's remembering like nobody would have hired you like your degrees on your resume they Mm -hmm. know what you majored in Mm -hmm. it's not like you said oh i was a business major and like they expected you i (laughs) definitely did not lie at all and i was very honest about you know what my background was but Mm -hmm. within that honesty what i was able to do was be smart about connecting what i did do at make-a-wish again with the planning um but also you know i was able to tie in you know the children and the women at that time I was going into the Forbes yeah that's so true so it was really kind of easy for me to kind of step into that world and um you know still talk about you know children and again women's issues now um so it was an it was a good gradual next step for the business world now when you switched like was there a lot of judgment from like your family or other people being like, what are you doing? Like you spent all this money on this degree and now you're doing something else. Like, and if there was, how do you think you like manage that? Um, well, I feel like I have judgment on myself, not even necessarily oh like that guilt. <laughs> I <know>. like, <laughs> Exactly. But it's not even, it's because I once I when I graduated from high school I thought I had to go to a four-year college yeah I thought that if I went to a community college and figured out what I wanted to do I was failing yeah that's another pressure that I felt so if I could do it again I would take some time to figure out maybe that this was maybe more of what I could have gone into and then you know, spent the money to go towards... I say that all the time because I feel like, not that my parents or anything pressured me to do dance, but it was like the expectation. Like that was all I had done. That was all anybody knew of me. And then looking back, I'm like, I totally should have gone to like a community college, figured out if that's what I wanted to do. Similar to what I did with like my master's where let me work for a year and make sure this is what I want to do and then go from there because... If I don't, then I'm going to end up wasting all this time and energy on something that, no, I don't want to excel in this. And again, transferring schools when you're not knowing what you're going to do. I took so many classes at Mm -hmm. my first college that did not transfer over. And it just, and that's one of the reasons why I graduated a little bit late still. Um, But yeah, you know, my, my, my dad was always so, so, so supportive though of everything. He knew he, he saw me, he, he trusts me, he knew that, you know, one, that one position wasn't working out and that I needed something else. Um, but yeah, he trusted me, he, you know, that 
I was going to be making some type of good decision, I guess. And I think it's it's not like you were moving into a position that was like less work or anything. No. And if anything, you were moving into a position that was going to be more work for you. So it's kind of like, okay, well, if you're doing that, then I guess you're really dedicated and like you want to be doing it. Exactly. So. Yeah, no, no. It, it was, And yeah, no, exactly. And it was a whole new topic, but... Um, again, something it being interested in. So, do you think you'd ever go back to like working with kids or in that field again, or are you just gonna stick with what you got going on now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's 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 funny because now I have I'm even thinking about what's my next move. Mm-hmm. You know, at Forbes, right? You know, again, I'm at a venue, but my next step is doing some bigger conferences that we have. Um, traveling more—that's one of the things I do now, which is great. So. To be honest, I think about it. I might. I don't rule it out, mm-hmm. um, especially nonprofit in general. Maybe being in a different position at a different nonprofit, um, you know, could work out. Uh, but right now, I'm happy, and I feel like that's super important. I always wonder what the other side is like, not working <laughs> with kids, <laughs> and like knowing, seeing if like, oh, would that be something that I would want to do? Because now I feel like I'm at a point where. Like, I want to do therapy 110%. Like, obviously, I have this whole podcast. Like, mental health means so much to me. But at the same time, I can't tell you how much I've thought about, like, I need a little bit of a break. And I could do other things. Like, I could go into HR. I could, you know, do different stuff at companies. But then I think, like, I go back and forth with is, like, am I failing the people that I'm supposed to be helping Mm -hmm. by not getting a job in that? But... I also think it's important to remember your own mental health. Well, that's, I think it goes to that more than anything is, you know, if it's something that you can do in like a nonprofit field or with children and, you know, again, it's something that satisfies you in a type of way, that's great. If it's not like you've, you know. Yeah, you're, I, I don't know. I feel like it's just go with what feels right for you and like stop thinking about everybody else is kind of the moral of the also whole thing. that we're all young still and mm-hmm. things can change like at yeah. the drop of a hat so i always think about that too because like you know maybe in five years i'm gonna be a fashion designer who freaking knows <laughs> maybe who you want to design knows? cheese boards exactly which might happen yes you should I keep trying to make Blair start an Instagram similar to Nicolette. I just want everybody to have an Instagram. Nicolette can have her mugs and uh, candles, and you can have your cheese boards. Yeah. And then we could start a dynasty of, okay, she comes in. Like a three-way podcast, you come in with a cheese board. What about Nicole's next? Nicole can come in, make a craft. Okay, Nicole comes in. She makes the coasters that we put our mugs on, right? Yep. Nicolette comes in with the mugs for everybody, individualized, fitting the theme of the week. And a candle, candle. one candle, though, that's going to fit the the theme. And then you come in with the cheese board and the wine, and I'll just bring the topics. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be great. Okay. I'm going to work on that for everybody. But if if you're young and you're tra- still trying to figure out what you want to do, even if you've already gotten your degree, I think from both of us, we can just say, like, 
do whatever you feel is right. Like you said, you're young. People change their careers all the time. And I think it's just like, take a breath. It's okay. Seriously, take a breath. No it's fine. pressure. Don't worry about it. And as long as you're and doing anyone, something, you're fine. And any job, if it seems out of reach, still apply for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, like, I really did not think. I would be where I was right now. And um, yeah, again, I'm happy and I want everyone else to be happy. Exactly. So tune in next week. I'm not sure what I'm going to pull out for you guys, but we'll see what ends up happening. But make sure you guys. Oh, I didn't talk about my product. I haven't really had any products. We just use Glam Glow face masks. (laughs) Blair wants to talk about them. She would highly recommend. I would too. My face feels very nice. I used, what did I use? The gravity mud and the pink sparkly one. Blair used a purple metallic one. We're looking and feeling fresh. The skin is firm and it's good to go. So make sure you guys tune in next week. Follow at girl underscore you're fine on Instagram. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.